0: Welcome to another episode of Arrow Bandwidth, the podcast series designed to bring you information and news about the latest technologies, vendors, and trends affecting the IT industry today. As ever, this show is brought to you by Arrow Electronics. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Arrow Bandwidth. I'm one of your regular hosts, Richard Holmes, and joining me today is... Is it fair to say you're you're a newbie to the show? Have you I'm trying to think if we've ever done a recording before.
1: No, I've managed to avoid it <laughs> for the last three years since I've met you. Not for
0: want of trying. am Welcome to the show. Can you tell our illustrious audience a little bit about yourself and your background and more importantly, what your role is here at Arrow?
1: Well, Richard, thank you very much for having me. So as Richard mentioned, I'm a newbie to the UK to a large extent, but I've been with Arrow now for going on 16 years. I uh, was in South Africa for 15 and a bit of that, uh, joined the UK on the 1st of March. I was the equivalent of an RSM um, in South Africa and then also helped get the Arrow AGS or AIS back then, an ECS business off the ground for the whole of South Africa, so I guess I was the first person in the South African market that did the true One Arrow sell to our customers. Um, then got the opportunity to come over to the UK um, through Dean Hassel, who's our VP for the UK, mm-hmm. and basically to come and start a new program uh, as a program manager to bas- build a startup um, business unit for Arrow UK and Ireland.
0: That's a pretty wide ranging resume and set of skills and experience. So for for folk that aren't familiar with us, um, this might be your first episode, uh, tuning into Bandwidth. Uh, if so, thank you very much. Or if you've not listened to us for a while, you'd probably be familiar with, with some of the terms that we use on uh, on Bandwidth. So we talk about ECS, so that's Enterprise Computing Solutions, and we talk about global services and global components. And they're, they're parts of our, our business within Arrow where, where we specialize across... Electronics, uh, electrical engineering, um, sensors, and products, and silicon that, that goes into uh, pretty much everyday devices. There's, you know, there's a strap line that we use called the, that talks about basically by the time you've had your breakfast, you've probably touched something that sends a signal or takes a charge where we've had something to do with it in some shape or form. And as Ryan quite quite rightly points out. Typically, these parts of our businesses you yeah, know we're we're really good at what we do, but any large organization because we specialize up until quite recently we've we've always run these businesses in in vertical silos um you know yeah, the world of uh, sort of data center and, and where e c s is doesn't really come into contact with the the components that goes onto to boards that are in those servers and storage and routers and and firewalls and et cetera et cetera um and and that's really the the theme of this podcast. Um I've been threatening to get Ryan sat down and and recording an episode with us for a while but our business is is changing and I think mm. the market's are changing. Um you know we hear a lot of a lot of news in, in in the channel and in the press in general around you know businesses looking at digital transformation strategies and and the evolution of new technologies. Uh, and a lot of this sounds like you know the the kind of dreams that you hear of when when you watch those TED Talk clips. Mm. But um, with your new role, and certainly what you you're nearly s- you're just about six months in now, aren't you? Here mm. in the UK, just, just about six months in now. Yeah, yeah, I we're we're starting to work a lot more closely together mm. um, personally um, here in UK market. But these things around thing uh, around topics such as IoT. Artificial intelligence, even things like blockchain, they're not, it's not future thinking anymore. Yeah. And, and really the theme of this episode, and what, what hopefully we're going to discuss is, is how some of these kind of big high concepts are really starting to affect not just our business, but our customers' businesses, our suppliers' businesses, and how we're finding ourselves in, in relatively new areas, whether it be, you know, new new customers new vendors um, new new concepts um, and and importantly as well new new resources and tools and strategies coming out of Arrow. so I've prattled on enough really mm. in this intro Um Rain, you talk about being a program manager for startups can you give us a little bit more insight as to what that's all about uh, Richard so
1: you know the
0: startup community is
1: actually we would say almost rich in in the UK. There's an immense amount of smaller businesses, startups uh, that are out there that are looking to get their products or their idea off the ground. Um, and a lot of it is exactly what you were mentioning. Now, it is it's leading edge stuff. It's it's where there's a, a IoT solution. They seeing opportunities with students coming through from uni, going. They've worked on an idea when they were still. Doing their thesis or doing some research when they were at uni, they see a gap in the market, and a lot of it is products or a solution where it's an end-to-end solution, a true as we would call a true IoT solution, where there would be a sensor, a component, um, then conu- communicating into the cloud via if it's a gateway or directly with a, a GSM or using LoRa, Sigfox, all the way to a end system running AWS, Microsoft Azure, and things mm-hmm. so. We're starting to see a lot more of that in these communities that we're dealing with uh, that are scattered throughout the country. A lot of them are government funded. Some of them are funded through universities. Some of them are through private sector. Is helping these startups have a centralized point to go to, somebody to help them look at their business, look at the opportunity, how to present the business, how to review, to see, and be able to pitch that to investors or potentially also introduce them to bigger businesses so what we're also seeing is big brands in the uk that are trying to be on the leading edge but realize that their own resources internally will take too long to develop something or to stay with the the technology curve they're using the startup communities to sort of launch challenges and what they do is that in industrial 4.0 for example we're seeing a lot of organizations moving in that direction it is a quick moving at the moment so mm-hmm. what they do is they go with a challenge to a startup community and they will say to them this is the parameters we're looking for a product we're looking for a technology we're looking for a partner as an example that will meet these sort of criterias then the startup community will then create a pitch day where they will send an invite out to their network the guys will then put proposals together potentially a demo and then come over two three or five day period and do a pitch all to this particular organization. They will then, at the end of the day, select which one they believe is the best for what they're looking for. They will all invest in them or give them a sort of a memorandum of understanding to say they're going to partner with them uh, or they'll buy them in some cases. Um, so we're seeing a lot of opportunities for startups coming through that space. And what we try and do from AROP's point of view is understand what these communities are trying to do and then go to them and explain to them what we have as what you would put in uh, w- you know, what's in our kit bag hmm. so arrows actually from that point of view can offer a startup community that none of our competitors can do and we talk about the one arrow strategy yeah. a- and the the truth of the matter is that the one arrow strategy is you know it's always been a great catchphrase but it is honestly it is real what we can offer somebody from a startup community to a major organization is an all-in-one place to in essence almost by like Lego blocks what do you want to build is it a sensor does it communicate to a gateway does it go into a cloud does it come back from the cloud go into a server room and do you do do big data analytics on it or do you ever want to apply machine learning we have all the franchises all the way through that whole data flow to be able to help you with solutions so Yes, we don't build the product. We don't design the product for you, in essence. It's your product, but we can give you all the tools to be able to build your solution. So it does allow us to help a startup when they're sitting in front of an opportunity to go, I've got a great idea. I'm not sure how to roll this out and which is the best technologies to look at. Mm. Because that's the most dangerous thing is you can go down a rabbit hole, use the wrong tech or something, and you end up being the only person using it um, you can't scale it because it may be built on a Raspberry Pi or something Yeah. so our job is to be able to work with those startup communities and provide them the engineering support the commercial support to make sure that the product they're developing is robust it's wo- going to work it's scalable and you'll be able to roll it out anywhere in the world through our various offices mm. so, so that's some of the stuff that we're doing within the startup community
0: certainly when I've I've engaged with uh, w- with big corporates that have looked at things like this in the past. Yeah, I, I think there's been two major real areas of caution. Mm-hmm. One, if we if we act agile, or agilely, I don't know if that's a term, but if we act from a, an agile perspective and run something like, say, uh, a hackathon with mm-hmm. academia or with startups or with uh, uh, yeah, a citizen developer community, um, we might uncover ways of solving a challenge or creating a new product, but typically these these are instances that happen in a matter of hours, twenty four, mm. forty eight hours. So you're never gonna be left with a, a viable product at the end of that. Mm. It's always the the stepping stone towards something. And then the other area of caution is you know, working with any new business, yeah, an end client will probably do some sort of due diligence by asking sort of, you know, what yeah, from something quite simple as you know what are your resources well, where have you done this before um to more practical concerns such as you know if we if we make an investment or we go down this route, you know, are you guys going to be around in two three years' time and and from what you're saying the the elements that Arrow can bring might not directly answer those sort of issues or mm-hmm. challenges, but you yeah, we know supply chain you say we you know like you say, we know franchises, are you starting to? Are you starting to see that that fed back and that's the reason why arrow are being asked to step in and work with um some of these commute startup communities
1: uh, definitely i mean we we're starting to see opportunities through our, our some of our biggest customers in the uk have gone to these startup communities and they are their next generation products or when they want to go slightly outside their comfort zone we are seeing them coming through startup communities and They are, you know, if a startup is working with an Arrow and we're supporting them from an engineering point of view and we've helped them through the design stage, they also feel more comfortable because they know then there is a chance of this product being able to scale up. So it does give everybody a bit more comfort. And and also Arrow's got an immense amount of tools in this space. So, you know, again, the startup community is as I mentioned, is rich in the sense of there's a lot of people with great ideas and opportunities, but it's expensive to take on sometimes engineering resources to be able to scale up a product. So Arrow's launched with uh, uh, an association with Freelancer, a program called Arrow Plus, which again, it's 500,000 engineers, electronics engineers globally, who will farm out their their engineering resource to design work for somebody. So you use the platform. If you're a startup, if you're a big organization, if you just have an idea, or if you just want to have a, a, a two micros or FPGAs, the specs compared, you can go to the freelancer or the Arrow Plus platform, put in your requirements. So if you want to develop a new sensor, as an example, and an app, so you have an idea, yeah, but you actually don't have the rec- resources to develop, design the thing. You can take your whole concept, go into Arrow Plus, load it and write an overview of what you're looking for. You have an ability to put a budget in And then you upload that into the the, the actual platform and then people globally will bid to do your development or your research or everything for you and then you can basically select which one you want to partner with included in there is also an arrow concierge service where we will make sure that the quality of service and things are of a standard that in is expected, oh, wow. and also um, to make sure that you know the feedback you're getting. Are you getting the right support? Uh, are, you know, are your questions getting answered? So it's just to manage the quality of service. Mm. But in essence, you then pay for an engineering service, but it doesn't never the engineering service never belongs to you. So you don't have to take on a resource, but the IP belongs to you. It's your product thing. So it's basically you hire an engineer. For you as, cra- long as you yeah.
0: want. You're crowdfunding, well, not crowdfunding, we'll come on to that in a second. Mm. You're crowdsourcing engineering resources, which gives you, I suppose, a, uh, a massive amount of flexibility mm. when it comes to, like you say, what you actually use that for, uh, how you use it, how long you use it for. Mm. And it's it's kind of backed by, you know, we also call them household names, but it's backed by big names like Freelancer yeah. and ourselves, Yeah. <laughs> I inadvertently said crowdfunding. Yes. Trying to describe that. That so leads us quite nicely on <laughs> yes, to, to Indi- something go-go. else. Yeah. So yeah.
1: Indiegogo. So Arrow has now for about two and a half, three years, been uh, a strategic partner to Indiegogo. So Indiegogo is a very well-known uh, crowdfunding uh, platform. Yeah. Um, what we do is when anybody goes on there with products uh, or a solution or an idea with tech in it or electronics, as we would call it, um, It gets passed on to Arrow. Um, We then reach out to that particular startup or company that's got the product, and we will then offer them a service called the Arrow um, Certified Process. Mm -hmm. What that means is that um, if you're UK or Europe-based, the team in Budapest will reach out to you. They will then help you look through your design or your idea or the concept. Um, Make sure that the product you're using in there is, you know, there's no surprises, no end of life, you've got a proper PC board, there's a Gerber file. So they basically they'll make sure that you're developing a product that is scalable. So if you get an order through Indiegogo or pre orders, that you can actually make that scale up. That right. you know that
0: So it's almost uh, like engineering pre vetting. Pre vetting. So but it's a free idea. service. So it's completely ah, okay. free.
1: You then get certified and once you get certified, that gets put onto your campaign that goes onto the Indiegogo platform. And there's a stat where I think they say that you've got a four times better chance of actually having a successful campaign with the certified logo on oh, it, wow. and an eighty percent better chance of actually reaching your goal of investment. Because again, the people that are buying or pre-ordering the product will see the certified badge and go, "I now know that company has a scale; their product is scalable." Yeah. So, which is 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 a great service to offer the startup community. But that service also is available if you don't use the Indiegogo platform. Mm-hmm. So if you're a startup or a business and you need engineering support or help on your product, the Aero Certified process, um, people can just reach out to me and I can introduce them to our Budapest team where the this team, the Certified team is based. And they'll walk you through. And, uh, and we've got a startup right now that's doing some re- really interesting things in the, the medic- uh, medical industry. Right. Um, they have a concept. They had a basic layout of a board, um, not really scalable. Um, some of the sensors they were looking to use were a bit of an you know, odd bag of parts that they were looking for. Yeah. So our team got involved, and they've pretty much now got a product within three weeks, gone through a process, re-looked at the components, made offerings, to the point where they've just ordered all the samples uh, for pre first pre-production build. Wow. So to go from can't really scale the product to something where it's going to potentially go through a production facility within the next couple of weeks is a big step. And, and that's the support, again, with Arrow's certified process we can offer.
0: And I suppose that yeah, I always kind of assume crowdfunding platforms like Indiegogo, the, that the products and the ideas um, that, that are placed up there, they tend to be more B2C. Um, type type products uh, n- and certainly from from what we what we see in the internal newsletters mm. around it, they they tend to be more aimed at the uh consumer market. Mm. But from what you've just said there, um, as an aside, even if you're developing something that is more enterprise mm. in in look and feel more B 2 B, the same some of the same back end resource and and remote review and vet and support that we can deliver applies exactly the same. Yeah,
1: the, all, all this, everything is still there. The same sort of support available through our Arrow.com platform. So again, we've Arrow.com has been rehashed almost to a large extent to be able to offer anybody, if you're a major organization mm. or a startup, the service where you can go in and select components, yeah. um, compare components so you can say you're looking for a particular micro and it will give you options there's also a chat box where you can talk to the same engineering team based uh, all over the world so it's 24 hours available to you you can do a video call with the team they can help you with the design there's a cad facility where you can upload your schematics and it will then give them recommendations for components and then also in there it will then help you cost your bill of materials you can order the components off the platform there's free shipping globally and in some cases we ran campaigns where you know we can offer people discounts on there also. So mm. again, Arrow.com is a really powerful tool for startups that don't have the engineering resources, yeah. have an idea, and need some help. Uh,
0: and this is for me. Yeah, it's I, I always have a wry smile when when I talk about. dot com um, because it's so much more than just the catalogue and mm. an e-commerce platform that, that we make available through our website. Like you say, there's there's the Freelancer program on there now, there's the Indiegogo on there, and then it's just rich in articles, blogs, posts, mm. white papers, and then some of those tools that you mentioned.
1: No, very much so, I mean, the arrow.com platform is a powerful, powerful tool, mm. um, and if used correctly, um, can help any organization, you know, especially when it comes to selecting components. If you want to get a price indication, um, to cost a of materials and mm-hmm. things. If you, you know, if you're a remote working person and you don't have the same tools that a big organisation has, yeah, it's a tool that you can use, and from there you can scale up and go to what we call My Arrow, which again is a lot of the same things, but you can pretty much run your whole business. You can place your POs, check your backlog. <laughs> Search for the component tree you're looking for, cost bill of materials, upload a bomb a bomb to have it cost it, have price curves, everything linked to it. And that platform again is free for you to use and it's a service we can provide. Mm. So again, you know, we talk about Arrow and you know, traditionally people always compare, say, you know, distributor. Yeah. Which yeah, guys, we started as a distribution business uh, and we known as a distribution and we still are a distribution business, but we offer so much more to the to the industry and specifically the startup community where we can help you with an immense abou- amount of your business um, from the idea to the engineering resources to setting up a supply chain to all the online tools to
0: be able to help you scale your business. We said at this at the top. I said um, at the top of the uh, episode. Don't want to be putting words in your mouth. That yeah one of the subjects for this podcast will be digital transformation mm-hmm. and and I suppose it's it's kind of yeah what you've just described there that's a real good example of how we as an organization we've had to change and evolve because of different demands from our customers because of uh the advent of new technology mm-hmm. um i don't want to be it's a bad analogy isn't it but we're eating our own dog food yeah yeah, yeah pretty much mm. just back to Indiegogo. Mm. um And this hopefully segues nicely into um, another topic that I know we we speak constantly about. Um, But we have several suppliers Mm -hmm. that um, are part of the the Arrow-certified and Indiegogo uh, program, and one of them is IBM. Mm. And this kind of looks really strange because we kind of see IBM as an ICT, a um, traditional... IT type of supplier, Mm. but to find them in more of an electronics program, you might think, well, well, why? But um, I think it's fair to say that you agree with me that we're seeing new customers, whether they be startups, whether they be companies in acceleration that have been through some sort of internal transformation themselves. We're starting to see customers to Arrow that are businesses that are are creating more end-to-end solutions. And they're not just consuming parts and silicon; they're also having challenges about the software platform that, that those connected and intelligent devices are now starting to have to access. Um, and I think yeah, IBM taking part in, um, the Arrow Certified campaign um, program is a real good example of that. you, see, you know, you, you we can look to people like not just IBM but Microsoft, Nvidia, Intel. Mm. I'm really interested in your view. I'm seeing it on my side of the business where we're dealing with uh, ISVs that aren't just writing their own code and creating their own IP. They're actually interacting with sensors and devices and hardware, mm. um, which you know never used to happen in the past. Are you seeing a similar sort of thing on, on your side of the business? Very much so. Uh, um, we're seeing
1: that almost every single business we go to these days unless let's say a traditional business building a component organization so if it's a you know, body electronics for a vehicle or some of the military aerospace stuff where it's just traditional yeah. business that they're running all the new things is it generally has some sort of connectivity into it meaning it's connecting to a platform and there's some sort of analytics or dashboard in the background so we're starting to see a lot more the two organizations merging and opportunities merging, so you guys will be coming in from one side of the fence, and we're coming from you know, uh, we generate in the data we generate the data from our side. So, the components yeah. is generally involved in the sensor, so at the actual machine level, or at the product level, or the wearable that generates that data, we're playing in that side, and then we're now seeing obviously a lot more as our customers are moving into this digital state, uh, digital age and everything has a back-end and a platform and a dash or an app. Mm. We're definitely seeing it merging, and we're definitely seeing the startups having an all-in-one. So we're seeing a lot of that happening. And then also what we're seeing is people like IBM coming to us saying, um, we're getting an immense amount of inquiries coming out for Industrial 4.0 where we've got people coming to us saying, we want your Watson platform uh, for our factory. And they go, well, you've got nothing in your factory that's connected. So (laughs) they need they need almost us to be able to say here's a sensor plug it into your platform and then give this to your customer to install in their factory and then they've got a solution so Mm. and that comes on nicely into some of the projects we've worked on so adi is another sponsor of the indiegogo process yeah that's Um, analog devices Yeah, yeah. analog devices so we worked with them on a project where they have silicon that goes very nicely into a industrial 4.0 sensor Mm -hmm. um but they don't have a product They just got the the, the componentry. Yeah. So we then partnered with them, with a company that then developed a product, an industrial 4.0 sensor that bolts onto any electric motor. There's a standard fitting sort of where you can bolt this onto it. So it's, you can pretty much cover 90% of all big electric motors in factories. Right, so
0: non-invasive. Non-invasive. Stick it on, on the yeah.
1: outside, and it can do a number of sensors, vibration, temperature, and things. So it will give you a good idea, and you can build some sort of analytics around that once you've got a baseline. Mm-hmm. So partner with a company, they designed it, they developed it, ADI parts on it, um, their IP, so it's not I- ADI's IP, it's not Arrow's IP, it's a third company's IP, it's called the ICOMOX box, yeah. Um and then basically arrow then so we supply all the components to the company, they build it, it comes back to us and we distribute it for them globally. Mm-hmm. But what's interesting is now IBM have sort of got hold of this information and are talking to us about how do we basically almost sell this as a solution. So they mm-hmm. want to take this product, demo it, to be able to say, Yeah is our industrial four point zero solution. So you have all of a sudden a silicon vendor, a third-party company who's developed a product, Arrow, IBM, mm. talking about st- a solution that can go to market that IBM can almost sell to say, here's our industrial 4.0 if yeah. you have nothing already in place.
0: And I suppose the same would, impli- uh, would apply for, for any other um, public cloud provider. Cause I, n- mm. I know there's there's, uh, there's some work being put in uh, around that IC- Icomox box with, with Microsoft as mm. well. Yeah. And uh, and I think that's that's the real important thing is because of the breadth of our portfolio and the alliances that we have, we can pretty much be relatively agnostic, can't we? Yeah. Um, it, it's interesting. It's yeah for me. It's it's less a conversation with this kind of new breed of customers mm-hmm. and this new kind of channel for us both that we don't pigeonhole these or we don't seem to. Pigeonhole these types of customers and projects anymore as being well, it's it's electronics led or it's uh, it's analytics led, it's cloud led. Their data challenges, mm. and like I really like how you describe it's you know where you guys are subject matter experts. It's in generating and collecting the data, you know, from a, a, an ECS channel and vendor and supplier perspective and partner perspective. Mm. It's about refining and processing that data, and yeah, you, know, y- you don't. You don't get many organisations that can do everything from end to end themselves. So we kind of act and we talk about being an aggregator, but really it's just about being the an organisation that can be at the the heart of an ecosystem yeah. that has subject matter experts that that kind of cover everything from engineering all the way up to to cloud and and beyond yeah. and uh, and the likes. I'm. Um, it's been fascinating. I'm just keeping an eye on time. And that leads us really nicely to another pet project of yours. <laughs> so just to wrap up with, um, you've been doing a lot of work with an organization called the Digital Catapult here in the UK. Mm. you give us a bit of a, an update as to who they are and what we're doing with them? Right. So the Digital Catapult is a,
1: a really, really interesting organization based down in London. They're at 101 Euston Road. I think 200 meters down the road from King's Cross. Yeah. Again, um, government-funded, 30% of their, their funding comes from Innovate UK. Um, startup community, uh, catapult community, where they work very much with government organizations um, and a number of other organizations and big brands in the UK. So they have very much technology and vendor-neutral. Mm-hmm. So they do a lot of proof of concepts for councils wanting to do smart parking, smart lighting, uh, the MOD for asset tracking. So they'll get approached because they're government funded yeah. by organizations to say, can you do a proof of concept? Will this work? Um, then they also work with startup communities where they will then get, send it out to their network, a challenge as an example, as we mentioned earlier. Yeah. Um, and then that community will then come back and and pitch to if it's a you know a MOD, if it's a, you know, the... A parking solution, for example, that was rolled out in Harrogate fairly uh, recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then the council or somebody will then select a partner and then they will still continue to work with those to help them. They've got a, they've got a lab facility to help people with engineering. They've got a 5G test bed there now to be able to, to work with people. They've partnered with us, IBM, Siemens, um, to be able to. So they've got, and BT, so they've got a really wide range of partners in the building And then they also host a lot of events um, where they get people like Innovate UK, the KTM, KTP to come and talk to the different startup communities about networking, what's available, what support's available out there for startups. They get people like the Department of International Trade to come through. Um, So we had a meeting with them quite recently to say, you know, what opportunities are there outside of the UK um, and potentially outside of Europe now with Brexit coming to, you know, Where people in the U.S. might be looking for a solution, they will bring that back to the table and then companies get an opportunity to pitch on that also. So you could have a startup that goes from nothing, purely an idea, maybe a working sample or a demo, getting an opportunity to, you know, get a bid on a Walmart project as an example in the U.S. So. And that's where Digital Catapult's really, really good. They're working with the NHS. Um, they're working with um, the police service. So they're doing a right now. There's a proof of concept on um, tracking all the police dogs. So they've got I think five police dogs running around where they're doing life monitoring of the police dogs. Oh wow! So again, it's the police force wanted to do something, had an idea. They've done the proof of concept. They're running a dashboard, and then end of the year, the police force will make a decision. That are they going to now? continue and roll that out to a full-blown project
0: so i suppose some of the value that we can bring to to a relationship in there and and obviously some of the value back to us is is exactly the same as we find in the programs with or freelancer mm. it's it's having that supply chain specialist and those subject matter experts from a, a, an engineering mm. and technology perspective that can support yep. an organization and communities like like digital catapult and and I suppose it becomes a it becomes a two-way engagement Mm -hmm. you know it's potential new customers for Arrow um, introductions for some of these uh, uh, Arrow services and value propositions to like you say startup communities that that they're tailored for yeah
1: very much so and also we're finding in the startup community there could be the opportunities. We've got a dedicated IoT team um, that find big projects, Yeah. but they often project manage a project. So it's they don't actually ever own the project, but they project manage it. But often there's weird and wonderful requirements for you know solutions for water metering, electricity metering, air quality, depending on what it is. Yeah. And sometimes what we're finding is they're in like a digital catapult. We can go to them. So they're helping us currently do some research work um, through one of their partners where we couldn't find somebody to help us do the, the initial testing on this project. yeah, We went to Digital Catapult. Now again, they're p- introducing us to somebody that can potentially do some testing. Mm. So again, it increases our portfolio and a partner that we can work with. So it's interesting to see how y- using a Digital Catapult, partnering with Digital Catapult, the network they can provide, the mm. contacts they have, the opportunities they can bring to the table, and how we can work with them to also promote Arrow's capability to yeah. Know, the MOD as an example. You know, it's 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 explaining to those people what is possible. I mean, there's this technology come well, or the next phase of technology in a military aerospace called the, you know, M B O T. So the you know, it's the battlefield IoT of things. Um, wow. so, so again, um, how do we then as a technology company with an immense amount of franchises, how can we help educate the MOD of what is the art of possible? without them really going to somebody yet. So when it's still at concept stage, or idea Mm. stage, or proof of concept, working with the digital catapult, going in there and talking to them about technology that is real, franchises that are real, that are scalable, has support locally, so you again don't end up down a rabbit hole with a proof of concept that's great, but it can't scale.
0: Mm.
1: And that's where our value comes in.
0: Yeah, Uh, and like you say, it's it's a two-way piece. You know, we have, We're lucky that we've got such a wide range of of technology, franchises, partners, suppliers that we work with. But even in a company like us, there'll there'll be gaps, there'll be holes Mm -hmm. because there are new challenges coming out from public and private sector almost on a daily basis. And there isn't always something that you can take off a shelf to to fix that. So
1: So it's knowing who to talk to. Uh, and reach out so again in those cases we'll go back to our network mm-hmm. um within the uk within europe globally and see do we have a, a customer currently developing yeah. a product or has a product that can fill that gap so again we can then network the opposite way so we'll network back into our base and bring somebody to the table that has a product so our network goes both ways yeah. or, uh, multiple ways it's finding startups working with new customers on new development But sometimes there's an end requirement. We can then go back into our supply chain or our customer base and go, let me introduce you to customer X. They've got the perfect solution. Let me bring them to the table. Mm. Because we've also got that responsibility where we've got to promote our customers' businesses sometimes.
0: Yeah. And on the subject of promotion, we're (laughs) coming to the end of the episode. You don't have a book or an album to promote. I don't no, think. I don't think so. <laughs> but there's a couple of events uh, coming up in the second half of this year. So yes. one in September, um, one later in the year. One do you in November. So yeah, do you want to plug those?
1: <laughs> so um, the 11th of September, yep. uh, Indiegogo, in association with Arrow and Digital Catapult, will be hosting a hardware boot camp at Digital Catapult in London. Um, it's, from what I understand it, the first boot camp outside of the US that Indiegogo is going to be hosting. Oh, wow. It's a European event and the idea is to be able to have a hundred startups mm-hmm. come through to Digital Catapult and pretty much get hands-on training from Arrow, from some of our partners on what what's possible. So what do we have in our bag of, of you know, solutions? And everything we've just talked about in the last half, half hour. About, yeah. What they'll have a company come through and talk about manufacturing 101. So basically to be able to understand what happens in a contract manufacturing environment yep. so that you can understand how to scale your product. Mm-hmm. Then they can also, we'll get a marketing company or a, a, a PR company to help you with your Indiegogo platform, your campaign. Yep. And then Indiegogo will also go through a, an afternoon of training on What do you need to launch a successful campaign? Wow. How you walk, pretty much a a one on one session all the way through the whole day, training people on that. And then they'll have one on one sessions with Indiegogo, with Arrow to be able to talk about and get support if they need it. Mm -hmm. And there's also going to be a pitch competition. So it's, you know, people can register and then they'll be pre selected. Indiegogo run uh, at Digital Catapult, but it's going to be a really, really good event. And again, it's first time the people in the UK will get the opportunity to talk directly to the guys from the US who's going to be coming out from Indiegogo to help them, you know, hopefully be able to launch a successful campaign.
0: We've got to get this episode out then well in time yes. before that. And, and the, the last thing. event, Sensor yes.
1: City, uh, 7th of November, up in Glasgow. Again, big event. Um, there's about 500 people attending the event. Arrow's going to have a booth there. Uh, and the idea, again, we'll be putting together a, a stand talking about Uh, not just the the components, but actually Mm -hmm. the one-arrow solution. So we'll get people from AGS, from ECS to join us so we can talk to customers about the data flow. So from from the components to building a product all the way through to the platforms and the big data analytics uh, if you want to do that in the background.
0: That's brilliant, mate. Thank you so much for joining us. Mm -hmm. And um, that's absolutely fascinating. We could probably keep this episode going. Uh, In (laughs) fact, we could probably create a (laughs) mini-series off the back of this. Um, but um, thanks for finally making time to come on really appreciated thank you everyone for listening Um, we'll share some links in the show notes uh, for some of the topics covered and uh, Rian thank you very much for your time sir and uh, hope to have you back again soon thank you very much cheers Cheers. goodbye everyone thanks for listening to another episode of Arrow Bandwidth if you'd like to hear more please click and subscribe to our channel on your preferred podcast app Follow us on Twitter, at Arrow Global, or learn more about us at our various websites, including www.arrow.com. Thanks for listening.